Welcome into the Lounge, presented by DraftKings. We're sitting down with Roquan Smith today in London. Now, Ro, you're a big traveler, right? So you, I mean, you did the Asia trip with the guys this past year. You've been to London once. You played here with the Bears, right? How, when was that? That was back in 2019. Okay, so what's your impression of, of London? Uh, besides the uh, British accents, uh, <laughs> which uh, I think are pretty unique, uh, just lovely, uh, you know, great people, very nice, and they're pretty hyped up about football, you know, when it, when, it times, when it comes over here. So I'm just excited to put on a show for them. How many stamps do you have in your passport? I'm curious. <laughs> Oh, I would literally have to – I just got a new one, so I would have to really uh, – I don't have I – mean, Are we talking like plus 10, like over 10? Yeah, I, I at least got 10, yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. I at least got 10. He's a world traveler. I know, I like that. What is – how do you approach the week here? You know, like it's kind of been a whirlwind 48 hours. Like you play the Steelers, you get back at 8 o'clock, then you're 12 hours later, you're basically back on a flight, you get here late. Like how do you approach this week and all the, the jet lag and all that stuff that goes into – kind of moving abroad for a week yeah you just uh, have to understand that's part of the job and I just look at it as like hey first day you come in it's probably like the toughest day um and then you kind of get acclimated after like a day or two um being over here and I don't think anything changed far as like there's still 24 hours in a day so the preparation is still going to be the same as far as like how you're going to study your opponent um and the foods uh you know not as American food but there's like pretty good food regardless of where you go so long as you uh, get good food, hydration, um, watch what you need to watch for as uh, studying your opponent. I don't think anything else needs to be done. Well, what was it, scorpion that you ate in Asia, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, that was a scorpion me and Marlo both ate over in Asia. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean like, you're <laughs> adventurous. British food not quite that far out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, none of that over here. So, yeah. <laughs> and you seem like the kind of guy, like, you don't care. You're like – uh, parking lot, 1 a.m., noon, Thursday, Monday, doesn't matter. Like you, That just kind of seems like your attitude on I'll play wherever you tell me to play. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like I just think back to like as a kid, you know, I used to dream of being in these uh, moments and uh, growing up in Georgia and whatnot. Like we used to always make the joke, just roll the ball out. It could be <laughs> pavement uh, or whatever the case may be. I'm down to play wherever. That's awesome. Did you uh, – were the players like really happy? Like do you like coming out early so you have that time to acclimate? Like last time the Ravens came out here, we came out, landed Friday morning, and it was kind of like a in and out. It was kind of a whirlwind. Do you like that, you know, you have the full week out here? Yeah, I think it gives you time enough to uh, be acclimated uh, mm-hmm. when you're out here. Um, actually know, you know, get adjusted on the time zone. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just be able to just feel more comfortable being able to like, okay, I'm here. I feel comfortable. I'm in like an environment that I'm somewhat uh, have comfort with after uh a couple of days. So, yeah, I think it's definitely great as opposed to getting out here um, Friday and things right. of that nature because then you try to get acclimated in a day, then you end up playing right. two days later. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to be, that we're out here uh, a couple of days early. Now, coming off the Steelers game, how does that kind of affect the vibe? You know, I mean, we were saying earlier that, man, if we had won that game, the, the plane ride over would have been a little bit nicer. But how do you how do you go about shaking it off? What do you say to teammates about that? You know, how, how does the team go about shaking off one that you know you kind of let slip away? You know, we could have won that game. Yeah, uh, easily. Um, yeah, man, and I think that's just the uh, league. And, you know, us as guys, you know, obviously uh, we know there was uh, mistakes that was made out there. Uh, if they were not made, probably be on the other side. But mm-hmm. you just have to look at it as like, you know, learn from the game, take the uh, positive, and just build off the negatives and then just have to flush it and, like, um, just can't let the game beat you twice at the end of the day and just have to move on, get ready for Tennessee because that's the – 
biggest uh, challenge at hand because what happened in Pittsburgh has happened, and there's nothing we can do to change that. So you just got to know, have the mindset of have flush it, forget it. Right. Does it help at all? Like when you have a week like this, it, it kind of has a team building element to it. I would think that like you're just around each other, like you know, there's at least today, you know, you first you have a long flight, and then it's Tuesday. We're talking to you on Tuesday. It's player off day, so you guys have a chance just to kind of be together and you know uh, spend more time together. I mean, you're living you know here with each other for the week. Does that kind of from a team building camaraderie standpoint help? Especially like you're trying to come off that game and flush that, and move on from it, but that you guys are together. How, how does that from, help from a team building standpoint? Yeah, absolutely. Just being able to spend countless hours over here together uh, when it's not just football because, like, having today off and, like, a lot of the guys are just being able to hang out with each other throughout the day, play uh, video games, uh, play little board games and things of that nature as well as just chop it up. And you just learn different things about your teammates who some you don't really get to spend much time with uh, outside of the facility because maybe they're home with kids and things of that nature. So it's great that we're just able to uh, be over here, break bread with each other and just enjoy each other's company. And I think it'll definitely pay off for us, like the connection that we uh, have for one another. Did you bring Connect Four? That's what I was gonna ask. Connect Four boards. I didn't bring Connect Four. Wow. I, I, I thought about it, but like I, I, I wasn't in the mindset of Connect Four when we took off. <laughs> yeah, I understand that. It's I understand. like, what can you fit in the back? Maybe Jenga. Hey. Jenga could have maybe fit. Yeah, for sure. Well, you yeah. Can, what other games are you into? Is it just I'm, Connect Four? Or what kind nah, of I'm games into? You? I'm into like a lot of board games, like uh, Connect Four. Um, Jenga is one of mine. Uh, I've done like Scrabble. Uh, Scrabble guy. Okay. Like uh, Monopoly, mm. there's this horse game, but I can't even think of the uh, name of it. Horse but I play game. it. I play it with my friends and whatnot. It's like dice and horse, but I can't like quite pick up the name of the you game. You get into like Settlers of Catan, that kind of level board game, or you're talking okay? Yeah, no. okay, no. <laughs> <It's> like, nah, <laughs> I, could, I could see yeah. you being a problem in Monopoly, though. <laughs> yeah, I could see you being a little well, getting a little feisty. I mean, we 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 all saw like the video that was in Wired of the Connect Four kind of background. And I loved it because, like, you you turned up the heat. Like, <laughs> you did. Like, yeah. you, you you were competitive. Absolutely. That's just how you are? Yeah, you got to be competitive. <laughs> like, can't be okay with uh, losing in anything in life. So, <laughs> definitely don't want to lose to any of those guys in any game we play. Yeah, that's awesome. One, one thing, Roquan, that really stands out to me talking about your competitiveness is, like, how you flip the switch, mm-hmm. right? And I was saying to, I think, Garrett, like, I haven't really seen a guy like that you know, the, the right comparisons being made. Marshall Yanda was a great example of that too, you know, and like just really nice guys that like everybody gets along with during the whole week and like so chill and nice. And then on game days, like a freaking madman, you know, like how do you go about flipping that switch? Honestly, I just think it just goes back to football, you know, being playing football. I do that a couple hours out of the day, uh, say there's 24 hours in a day. I'm not playing football no longer than like three, three and a half hours. So it's just being myself uh, the other days. And then, you know, when it's time to play ball, knowing knowing that you're like going to war with your guys and, you know, this person is trying to embarrass you. So Mm. put that in your head and then that would definitely get you going, thinking if another man's going to try to, you know, wipe your plate. And (laughs) at the end of the day, I'm not trying to have my plate wiped. So (laughs) I want to wipe someone's plate. That's how I look at it. Is that kind of like part of the reason that like, you know, you also, the way you talk, like you're matter of fact, you're like, I'm going to beat you. Or, you know, like, does that kind of also motivate, get yourself going? Because you're like, if I'm going to talk this talk, 
I better not get embarrassed out there. Like, I better not let put let him put me on my back. You know, does, does that play into it a little bit? Absolutely. If you definitely uh, talk the talk, you better be able to walk the walk. Because, <laughs> like, if not, then people just call you a fraud. And, you know, right. there's a lot of them out there. <laughs> <laughs> so I just don't never want to be uh, in that uh, in that predicament at all. And I feel like if I just do everything that I have, do everything that I'm, I can control and um, prepare the way I know how to prepare, then I feel like, you know, the sky's the limit each and every game for me. How much is leadership, like, something that matters to you? Because it seems to me that that is part of what makes you a great player, is your ability to motivate a defense and a team and really be a tone setter, all the buzzwords like you want to use to describe leadership. But is that something that you focus on, that you really care about? Kind of give me some insight into how you approach leadership. Honestly, I think it just happens, uh, and it's, like, indirectly, in a sense. I feel like I'm just myself uh, throughout the day, and I feel like guys just more so uh, launch on to that, latch on to that, in a sense, where it's like, you know, I lead first and foremost by example, and then, you know, I say things when things need to be said, and I somehow, you know, got uh, a nice choice of words to get guys going, in a <laughs> sense, and I feel like it's just come over time, and it's just something that I was uh, blessed with, but nothing that I – try extra hard to do or anything like that by any means. One of your leadership areas is the pregame speech. You know, you fire guys up with those pregame speeches. Do you think about those in advance? Is that just off the cuff? Like, do you have a theme going into those? Because, you know, sometimes I listen in a little bit on the field there, and uh, they get me fired up, you know. <laughs> so I'm sure that, that for the, for your teammates it's the same way. What is your uh, – Tell, tell me about those pregame speeches. Honestly, a uh, couple of the guys be asking me, do I be having some of them prepped and whatnot? But, like, <laughs> honestly, I just flow from the heart. Like, just whatever, whatever is on my mind, whatever uh -huh. I feel like the guys are needing or, like, you know, whatever I think just need to be said, uh, which is, like, you know, whatever the bigger picture is, I just try to make sure I emphasize that uh, through my words and just try to get the guys going by uh, any means necessary and not necessarily that they need to get going because a lot are already ready. Just give them my extra uh, pep in a sense. Yeah. Uh, you know, we talk about leadership, and one thing that just strikes me is absolutely mind-boggling, and I still can't figure it out, is how the Bears traded you. <laughs> like, like, you know, like everything that you encompass to me is what you want built into your organization. Like, you want a Roquan Smith on your team. Mm -hmm. and, and we all saw, until I think last week, they hadn't won a game since they traded you. Is that anything that, that you took note of, or was that just totally out of mind for you honestly like a lot of my friends because I still have a lot of friends uh back there in Chicago and whatnot because I started there coming yeah. out of uh college so and I'm sure it's still a special place for you yeah I mean, absolutely it's, yeah Go ahead. and like so a lot of friends and stuff would uh just hit me up and say little things but <laughs> at the end of the day um life life is all about changes and that's how I look at it and like it is what it is that's that's the mindset that I have and you know they thought, um, you know, they wanted to go in an, another direction, figure they could, you know, and they signed two great linebackers, uh, Edmonds and Edwards. So, you know, hats off to those guys. Uh, mm -hmm. Happy those guys got their uh, bread and whatnot, and it seemed like they're playing some uh, solid ball up there. I haven't really watched too much. But, you know, happy for the guys that uh, I know that I know there um, whatnot. A lot of the players I still care about. But at the end of the day, I don't really care too much. I'm just happy to be here in Baltimore and – just knowing whatever is in Chicago, that's in Chicago. And I'm just focused on being here somewhere where I'm appreciated and, you know, they love me here. Right. And, and obviously the tradition of inside linebackers here in Baltimore starts with Ray. And we said that, you know, uh, earlier that 
of course, the comparisons, they're really flowing right now. I mean, when Lamar says it, then it kind of blows up, right? Whatever yeah. Lamar says, right? <laughs> it's, comparison, it's, it's going. It's going viral. How do you take those comparisons? Because I know he's this, you know, Ray was a guy that you looked up to. Are you kind of like, all right, I'm sick of tired. I'm sick of hearing this. How do you handle it? Honestly, I don't handle it any type of way. I just feel like I'm just myself uh, week in and week out. And, you know, you hear the, hear the comparisons and, it's an honor to be in the same sentence uh, with the legend. Uh, Ray Lewis, one of the greatest uh, to ever play the game of football, um, in a sense. So, you know, when you hear that stuff, it definitely be like, wow, man, people, like, think this way. But at the end of the day, I just try to be the best version of Roquan. And I feel like if I do that, then everything else will take care of itself. Could you, when the trade went down, could you have imagined it going better than it has up to this point? And we're almost coming up on a year of the trade. And it's like, since then, uh, you got – the big contract you have established yourself as a leader of this team. I think the Ravens, I think this team is really good. I think you guys are going to be really good and right in the hunt. Like, could you have imagined a year ago that it could have gone any better than it has? No, it's pretty crazy, man. How you go from, uh, such a losing, a losing tradition in a sense, like, well, not a losing tradition, but just losing the last couple of years into like, you know, coming to a winning organization that knows how to win and knows exactly what it takes to, uh, you know, get the players uh, that they need to be successful in a sense. And I'm just excited to be on a, a great team with a lot of great players around me as far as defensive linemen, secondary, offensive side of the ball. So it's very exciting. I'm just excited to be here like every single day and just very grateful uh, that the Ravens came and got me. Totally. I'm grateful for that too. Last one for me is uh, – we haven't even really asked you about the Titans. You know, I think this is – when I look at this, obviously the, these two teams battled each other, particularly in the playoffs. Um, had some, you know, some feisty moments a couple of years ago when you were in Chicago. Um, and, you know, I think that it's going to be – I don't know if any of that will be part of, you know, the, the stuff this week. But um, what's your thought process going into this game? And, um, I, you know, I look at two physical teams here and think that's going to be a physical matchup on Sunday. What are your thoughts about this game? Yeah, absolutely. I, I definitely heard about uh, some of those uh, – things from in the past so definitely but uh yeah I think it's going to be a definitely a physical game I watched the game of theirs on the flight uh headed over here so knowing and then just knowing uh Vrabel his uh motto and everything like that you know they prize themselves on physicality and things of that nature but so do we and uh or more so violence as opposed to physicality like a little step above that in a sense (laughs) I like that (laughs) physicality is not enough yeah broke on wakes up and chooses violence every day (laughs) (laughs) absolutely and so I think it's going to be a great game and I think it's going to Actually, it's kind of going to be a sweet game for London, the U.K. and whatnot to actually show. Because, you know, sometimes some teams could be more finesse than others mm-hmm. as far as, like, two old-school teams where it's going to, you know, hit each other's in the mouth and, like, see who's the last man standing, like, you know, 13, 13 rounds and, you know, seeing who's going to have the knockout punch. And uh, I'm airing on the side of uh, Baltimore. So I'm excited about it, and I think it's going to be a, a great game to put on for the fans here. Can't so basically wait. we're bringing football, football <laughs> to London. We're not bringing football. We're not playing flag. We're bringing football. Absolutely. <laughs> I love it. Well, we'll let you get some tea and crumpets, my friend. All right. <laughs> thanks for joining us. All right, thanks, Ro. Absolutely. Appreciate it, man. Well, big thanks to Roquan for stopping by the Seat Geek studio here in London. Also, we want to give a shout-out to our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook, which was an official – Sports betting partner of the Baltimore Ravens. If you sign up for DraftKings Sportsbook today, you can get a new customer deposit bonus up to $1,000. you got to use the promo code, which is FLOCK. 
Again, make sure you get that done today. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. You need to be 21 or older and physically present in Maryland to play. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. So, Mike, I just enjoy the conversation with Roquan. I mean, this guy's great. You know, I, as we, we talked about it at the end, like, it's hard to imagine things going better when that trade went down. Like, oh, 100%. When the, when the trade went down, it was like, all right, I'm fired up. This guy's good. You know, really good linebacker. But I... He's better than I thought even he would. Yeah, like, like the, I would be lying if I expected was. it to go as well as it has just off the bat. You know, 100%. I was like... Because I just didn't realize... What you don't realize not being around Roquan is how great of a guy and the impact that he has in the entire organization. Yep. Like, when this guy got here, he would go up to people in the cafeteria on the business side and introduce himself. Yeah. And say, like, hey, how's it going? I'm Roquan Smith. Pleasure to be here. Like, that doesn't happen very often. Well, just in any, like, all right, so just to give fans a preview of kind of what's going on, like, you know, a bunch of NFL or a bunch of UK, like, media outlets are here, and they're kind of doing, getting their interviews and stuff for their local coverage. And Roquan, every time he meets somebody, and these are, complete strangers, you know, he'll, he'll never see them again in his life, right? Shakes his hand, they, and says, like, okay, well, your name, hi, Stephanie, right? Uh-huh. Like, like gets their name, right? And it's, it's not just, like, hi, I'm Roquan, whatever, I don't even care what your name is. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's, yep. um, he's just a very genuine dude, very real guy. Uh, he's been uh, a blessing to the organization, quite frankly. And, like, I just, it's hard for me to imagine the Ravens struggling on defense, as long as Roquan is here. Yeah, you know, I like, think it's just going to be a good defense for yeah, for, for the rest of his career. Yeah. You know, I just, that's what I think. I just think that, like... I mean, cause it, because of kind of that force-multiplying aspect yes. of him and, and the leadership. I mean, did you see the Jadavion Clowney quote? Yes. After the win in Cleveland yeah. where he was just like, you know, I've played with a lot of linebackers over, I think it's 10 years, uh-huh. at a lot of different places. A bunch of them are friends, and none of them are none of them live up to Roquan. Like, Roquan's the best of all of them, and some of those guys are really good friends. Yeah. You know, and he's just like, what he does, it's not just what he does on Sundays, but it's what he does Monday through Saturday. You know, that really, you see that, and you're like, man, how, I have to work like that. I Uh have to play like that with my hair on fire and with that intensity. And, you know, I mean, everybody said it now. You just get major, major Ray Lewis vibes from him. Uh, Kind of a different personality, a little, like, chiller away from the field. Uh Uh-huh. Um... But like major Ray Lewis leadership vibes. Yeah, I think personality wise, you know, they, I get. I think they're fairly different. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I like about Roquan in particular, uh, in terms of the Ray Lewis comparison, is that he's never shied away from it. But he also has never like made too much of it. Right. Like it's even just like I'm being myself. If you yeah, want to like, say I'm, I'm like him, okay, that's that's yeah, cool. Like, like I'm flattered, but like yeah, like I'm, I'm not trying me. to be him. I'm not. Right. He's not going to do the squirrel dance coming out of the tunnel. Like he's going to do his, he's going to play the game and approach things the way that he does it. He's not trying to be anyone else. He's like yep. very authentic, very genuine. Yep. And that's something that I think resonates. I feel like in a similar way, like Lamar Jackson is like a very genuine guy at all times. Mm-hmm. And I think that mm-hmm. like that being genuine attracts, um, I don't know, makes people, people like you. Mm-hmm. Like there's nothing worse than someone who's like inauthentic. hundred percent. And, mean, and yeah. Roquan is genuine, on camera, off camera, and you saw that. You've seen that since he got here, and I just think that it's a huge reason why this defense is playing as well as it is. But he's also genuine when he says, like, I'm going to embarrass you in front of your wife and kids, and I'm going to smack you in the mouth. Right. Like you said, he's like, all right, if you don't go do it, now you're a phony. Yeah. So I don't want to be a phony. Well, like I <laughs> mentioned know? his his pregame speeches. Like, I'm down there on the field pregame, and I can have a chance to, to listen in on some of those. And, you know, most of those aren't uh, you share it? radio edit. Uh <laughs> 
<laughs> um, you know, you'd have to have the mute or the whatever the edit button on some of those. But um, I think that like I see the reaction from his teammates, and I, honestly, sometimes like guys give a pregame speech, and it's like it happens in football, and guys have heard at the NFL level a million pregame speeches, mm-hmm. and like it's hard to. I think it's hard to, to deliver a pregame speech <laughs> that like really fires guys up. I just think it's it's difficult. It's hard to hear it. You know, it's loud down there. Like it's just it's just difficult. Well, what do you, what new are you gonna say? Yeah. But, however, I'm not, and I'm not lying about this. Like I, I've seen some from Roquan where guys like are basically hitting each other afterwards. Like, man, that was awesome. That has me fired up. Like they're there intently listening on what he has to say, mm. and it's like it's different. Mm-hmm. I think it's different, um, and it's it's been awesome to see that. Just like we keep saying a million times, really glad this guy's in Baltimore. Yeah, for sure. It's it's a lot of fun to watch him play, and he's gonna he's gonna be hitting uh, Derrick Henry versus Roquan Smith is gonna be that's gonna be a sight to see. Yes, um, two two big physical dudes going at it, and uh, that that is gonna be fun. I think really what he said about you know this Titans game, like we we want to you know a we know that they're a physical team. B yeah he's heard a little bit of the Ravens Titans history, and C we want to come to London and show them that you know. This isn't finesse ball. We don't play finesse ball. This is what this is what real football looks like. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just how he that's just how he operates, you know. I just think that that's like how he how he approaches the game, how, what he thinks about the game. I I just think that's that's Roquan for you. Yep. Yep. Um so, you know, in terms of in terms of this game, I I do actually think that like a lot of this could be kind of um I don't know, won and lost based on the physical nature of the game. I think that could in a lot of ways be the deciding factor like of of this game. I think mm-hmm. that like the Titans offense starts with Derrick Henry. Um and I like the Ravens' ability to stop the run, but like we've seen when they've played them in recent years, like they've done a decent job of bottling him up at times and then he can break free for a big gain and mm-hmm. you know That's of course what Derrick Henry does. Yeah, like you can okay, it's like first three quarters got he's got whatever, thirty five yards and all of a sudden, you know, fourth quarter he rips off a forty yarder and a thirty yarder and it's mm-hmm. a much different story. Well, yeah. You, you know, know it's not a sixty five yarder or seventy yarder. Yeah, so it? like I think so so I think uh I think that's where this game, in a lot of ways, is probably going to be won and lost. Yeah, I, I would, I would definitely agree with that, and and especially, you know, you come broad and like, can you get your body right? Can you get your head in the right space and 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 bring that same level of intensity? I think that Roquan Smith, I have a lot of confidence that you know, obviously, last time the, the Ravens came to London, they were not in a good headspace exactly right before the game. Um, I have the utmost confidence in Roquan Smith that he's going to have the guys ready to roll. Uh huh. So we got an email here, all right? So this is from James Lorenz. You can always email us at lounge at ravens.nfl.net. We're here in London, um, and we did the film breakdown, mm-hmm. which which dropped yesterday. Mm-hmm. One thing you didn't include in it is mm. the dog. Oh, my gosh. The dog. So James, this. James says... Uh, who is Ryan's British Bulldog of the week? <laughs> the Bulldog. I like that. The, the, the British bulldog. bulldog is what I James like wants the to British know. British Bulldog. Well, we'll have to find out in the game, obviously, but I do have to go back and do yeah. the Steelers. Yeah. Or, yeah, from the Steelers game. Goodness, okay. Um, you're going to do the pre, you're doing the pre bulldog, the, the Roquan pre bulldog. Yeah, this is not the British bulldog of the week. This is just the Steelers bulldog. And then, and then next week we'll have to do the British bulldog. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. So the, I mean, I think I got to give it to Lamar, right? I yeah. mean, Lamar was dog, you know, <laughs> just a dog. Um, 
So, yeah, I, I give it to him. You know, you don't usually think of an offensive guy uh-huh. like that, but he was dogging. He was. He played a great game. Yeah. He played a great game. Um, it's unfortunate it didn't end the way the Ravens wanted, but Lamar had a really – he was sharp, dialed up, dialed yep. up. So, um, we've mentioned this before, but want to continue to make sure that we hit this point. If you're here in London – we want to see you, okay? We yep. want to see you in person. This is a chance. We don't do this very often. This is really only the second time ever um, that we have done a live recording studio audience of The Lounge, and that is going to be Friday night at the Counting House Pub in downtown London. Uh, be there at 5 o'clock. Ray Lewis, Rod Woodson are going to be joining us again. Counting House Pub, downtown London. Uh, live episode of The Lounge Podcast. Um, also, You know what my mission is for that? What's that? My mission is to get more selfie requests than Ray Lewis. I think that you may fail on that mission. <laughs> I think you may fail on that mission. But, you know, it's important to dream big. So best of luck in that. Thank you. Um, if yeah, our you, listeners are listening to this right now, help me out. Yeah. You're going to try to stack the deck there. <laughs> um, maybe you'll get more, like, before Ray. you you got to collect them before Ray gets there. i got to head start. And right. then He's also, also, yeah, Ray could be in and out. So, you know, you, you can just win right. longevity. You All can right. get there early. You can stay late. You can try to collect as many as, you, as, as possible. How about this? More beers. Drink more <laughs> Even beers better. <laughs> there you go. That's within your control. <laughs> um, so, again, we want to see you there. And there's also another event at the uh, – there's a flock party at the Counting House Pub on Saturday night yep. uh, where Ray will be there again. So, um, if you want a full breakdown on all the events that we have here, check out – BaltimoreRavens.com slash London. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back with you later this week with more from here in London. Bye.